This is the Visual Developers Podcast with your hosts, Matt Varghese and Ben Parker. From maker interviews to tutorials and more, we're here to talk about all things no code. Uh, hi, everybody. I've been here with Visual Dev FM, and we're back for another episode. I'm here, as always, with my co host, Matt. Hello, hello. <laughs> and Lexi. <laughs> hi. Oh, jeez. Uh, we're, we're a laughing bunch. <laughs> it gets me every time. <laughs> Sorry, we're professionals, uh, what we do. Uh, I guess. I don't know. All right. Anyway, welcome to Visual Dev FM. We're so excited you're here with us um, for another episode. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about Visual Dev School, and hopefully you've heard something about it. Uh, but we uh, were able to, I don't know if you were on Twitter last week, Lacey announced this, and we're working together on Visual Dev School. And we're going to talk a little bit more about this and what it is and why. But before we get there, as always, um, we're going to do what's new in NoCode. It's kind of like our NoCode roundup. Let's talk about the things that, that we're seeing that are new. So first things first, I saw this. It completely blew my mind. Effin' sweet, and they have a new Chrome extension. It is a scroll bar styling extension. And if you guys who are listening and gals don't, who don't know Effin' sweet, they are Webflow experts. Um, and there's Probably now officially... Like literally, so, yeah. like it's like they're undefeated, honestly. Unbelievable, right? And done a lot of great work. And so this is a Chrome extension. It looks like Webflow Styler a little bit. It's great, but you can pick your styles for your scroll bar, and then it gives you the code that you copy and paste into a project. Um, so Webflow, no Webflow, it will work for you no matter what no code tool you're using, as long as you can use custom code. Um, so definitely something to check out. It blew my mind. Yeah, and it's really easy to use. Yeah, Shout out Joe, man. That that guy is just killing it. He's like, I feel like he's one of the most underrated people in the Webflow community. Like not enough people know about him, Mm -hmm. but I'm sure most people at one time or another have used a resource of his. Because he has this, and then he has like the Webflow hacks, I believe, the YouTube channel as well. So Mm -hmm. that dude is just killing it on all fronts. Shout out to him. I, it, I always find myself coming across things and it's like, who did this? Oh, mm. and sweet. Yeah. Right. It's every, right. every time. It's so cool. Like their work is so good. I, I stink and I just love it. Yeah. And then um, uh, other new things. Uh, let's talk about Glide again. <laughs> like it's like, it's, we joke about it. It's every episode that, <laughs> that we release, they've got something new. Um, and then this time it's, uh, their, their tweet was just simply data nerds rejoice. Pie charts and donut charts are now available uh, in the builder. So now if you are building Glide apps and you need uh, to visualize some data, boom, that is now available to you. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really excited about this one. I think it's going to be a lot of fun to use. It's, it's wild that you can build – it's wild that you can build an app from a spreadsheet. It's even more unbelievable – that you can, I mean, now even these visual, like the things that they're adding in are just unreal visualizations. And what Lacey mentioned last week, editing right in their editor, that instead of having to jump back into the spreadsheets, um, they've got all those different designs now that are available to you. It just seems like Glide is a tool that's really moving. And I, I love all the stuff that's coming out. from I, I legitimately don't know. Like, I think it might've been like the last five or six weeks, five or six episodes that we've just mentioned glide update after glide update after glide update. 
Mm-hmm. They are mm-hmm. seriously iterating over there. All right. Uh, next new thing. Um, so two things in one. So uh, Bram has, uh, if you don't follow him on Twitter, you definitely should link in the show description. Uh, a great follow, but he released. So there's uh, uh, a blog post that's out. It's uh, called the code, the coder trap. Uh, mm-hmm. And he essentially talks about how, if you know how to code, you're, you kind of trap yourself in a lot of ways, just because um, the, the hardest thing to figure out is whether an idea is viable or whether there's a market for it. And so yeah. if you code it, you spend all this time coding and building and, and shaping, and then you release it. And then if it falls flat, you've really invested a ton of time. And, and the whole point is, if you don't use code, you can quickly validate these ideas in the market just by using no-code tools. And then if it is something viable, you could code it if you choose to and really take it to, the, to another level or you, know, you could keep building with no-code tools. I thought it was a very interesting read um, and there's a link here. Did, have you, have you, did either of you get a chance to read it today? No, but I saw the tweet and I'm actually really excited to read it because I think he's dead on. And one thing I like about him is that like, I think Bram focuses on like, like building no-code tools is great, but like, how do we make a living off of it? And like, mm-hmm. what are the steps and like thinking about building a business around it? And this is dead on. I mean, if you're spending your time writing code, like, yeah, you'll walk away with an experience of knowing how to code, but like time is valuable. Um, so I think that's where no-code tools really, really win. Right, right. I completely agree. I skimmed through the article and I was just, I love that he's putting this information out there because we, we don't want to fall into this idea of just because I can build it doesn't mean I right. should build it. And so he's shaping the conversation around understanding what to build and how to do that. And I think that goes hand in hand with his course that he just launched. No code MVP, which yeah. is really, really cool. Um, uh, had the chance to look through it. Well, it's great stuff. And if you are looking to validate your idea with no code, I highly recommend uh, you checking out this course. It, it's, it's good. I have enjoyed it so far. I'm not all the way through it yet, but from what I've got through, I've really loved it. Um, and since you're a listener to our podcast, you get a 20% discount. So if you're looking to grab uh, Bram's course, use the code VisualDev. That's V-I-S-U-A-L-D-E-V at checkout uh, for 20% off. Um, but super cool course. Definitely go check it out. Um, I've really enjoyed it so far, and it's great stuff. Um, so skipping on down the list, I did see a tweet that really interested me. It was about an awesome scholarship site. Um, and I, I don't know this Twitter user, but it's at MrKevin94. Um, and this tweet really, like, it blew up. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. Um, and so it's, he's, it's, he's used a combo of Webflow, MemberStack, and Zapier uh, to build out a full scholarship matching program and a live referral system. This looks absolutely incredible. I haven't got a chance to play with it yet, but my daughter is going to college in another year, so <laughs> I will be playing with it. It looks so, it looks so cool. I really, I really like that app. Um, and so did a quick, did a quick, now here's how I found it. I was looking through Twitter and like I kept seeing this tweet pop up, and I was looking for a very specific tweet. Like I was kept like scrolling through. I don't know if you like have ever seen a tweet. Like Twitter does that thing where you like see a tweet, and then it live refreshes, and you're like, "Whoa, where yeah. did it go? <laughs> uh, wait, hold on, that looked really interesting." And so you're like trying to flip back through and find that tweet. 
And then I, this tweet kept coming up in my timeline. I was like, okay, pause, whatever. And I don't even know what I was looking for at the time, but I had to like really stop and check it out. It blew me away. I think it's so great. Um, it's something that I wish was around when I was in college. Like <laughs> I up to $10 million in scholarships, like that you could be matched with. This is such a big problem with like the student debt crisis that we have right now that like any little like SAS tool like this helps. And I say little, just like, not, it's not a little tool at all. Like this is a huge, huge need. Um, so I'm so, so glad he was able to do it um, on no code. Yeah. And it's uh I mean, so, so somebody who used to work in education, I'm kind of passionate about, about this area for sure. There are just so many kids who miss out on opportunities because they just don't think it's feasible or possible for them. They just literally, they give up on the dream before they even get a chance to explore mm-hmm. whether it's really possible for them, you know? And, and, um, and so I just think it's super, a super cool app. And uh, so, so props to Mr. Kevin. I don't know if he's a listener, but if you are, I would love for you to come onto this this podcast 100%. and tell us about how you built this because it yes. looks so cool. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, and so, well, we need to. We actually, I'm I'm going to DM them. I'm going to find a way to. DM them. <laughs> uh, but uh, another app that I that we found this this past week, Bravo Studio app. Holy crap! Oh my gosh! Who wants to take the lead on this one? I will. I will because I am so excited about this. So what it does is you can take your prototypes from Figma and actually make them real apps using Bravo. So you just design in Figma and then import into Bravo. I haven't gone through it yet, but I've been reading about it a lot and I'm about to jump into it because I'm just so excited about this integration or this connection rather between Figma and Bravo. And it looks fantastic and I think anybody who's like well you know I want to completely design it in Figma and then I need it to look the exact same way when I publish it this gives you that accessibility I think you touched on a great point because there's so many times especially in the in the mobile app creation space right now it's like oh I've got this idea for an app I designed it but when I go to the app creating pro- creation program, right. I can't quite make it look how I want. Like, right? Um, you can yeah. get the the premise and the fill, and, and but it like doesn't when, get it all the way there. When you're a first time, like, like let's say you hear about Webflow, and you're just a designer, you have no development experience, and you're like, oh, cool, I can build my app without code. It's like one of the things that like you have to realize is there's still a learning curve to Webflow. Um, but if you know Figma really well, then Bravo Studio could actually turn your um, design into an app without you having to do much development at all. Um, so I feel like that's an, a really nice way to get um, designers um, in the game as well. I am personally hoping that Webflow implements this or maybe buys Bravo Studio. And uh, <laughs> hopefully we get that because that would be a game changer for me. Um, but Bravo Studio is definitely something I'm going to check out as well because it, it, like if it works for clients, it'll work for me. Mm-hmm. I've already started building my first app, which nice. is um, – actually, I've got two or three different things going. There's an app I use all the time that I listen to podcasts in. It's a, it's a news app. Uh, it's a sports news app, but they have the worst interface for their podcasts. I'm not going to call anybody out, but I'm, <laughs> I'm recreating my own what desired state. What's really cool is – 
it has an Airtable integration, so you can feed it live data. So it's not just like, oh, I can only do static mockups. No, you can, you can integrate Airtable with this. So if you want to have dynamic data, absolutely can. Um, it also, uh, coming up, they, they have these things that they're listed when they're coming up, like what they're looking to integrate, which is REST APIs, which will be super powerful, um, mm-hmm. login and authentication, and chart components, which all really cool. Um, I quickly started throwing together a visual dev FM app uh, just for fun to see what it would look like. Um, so just playing around with different things like that. I, it's just so cool. As somebody who is a huge Figma nerd, it is, uh, it's just a real quick and easy way to kind of get into that space. It's right. so insane to see like where this has come. Because I remember like 10 years ago, I was trying to build an app for my church and it was so hard. And like the design customization, customization was so limited. Every tool was really expensive. You usually had to go through a developer. So, and like now, like we're getting like a really great app builder, I feel like every few months or so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's very accessible, which is like the whole point of no code. Oh, I can't – like DraftBit, I, I, don't, I don't know how many people are using it, but oh my gosh, I played around with it uh, some in the past couple of weeks. I've really been enjoying it. I connected it to the Webflow API and automatically pulled all of our – like I started building a podcast app there too. Just like Ooh. just like I said, it's super cool some of the things you can do. I mean, um, you know, I and what's cool is for as powerful as DraftBit is and, and as cool as that that app is, I literally spent – I don't know, five minutes really getting acquainted with the interface uh, a little while back and then jumped in and just, I want to say it was under 30 minutes. Yeah, pretty easy learning curve, pulled everything in. It was a lot of fun. So, um, but Bravo Studio, um, definitely worth checking out. Uh, I could go down that rabbit hole all day long, but uh, so good. Um, And then also some updates from Adalo, which is really cool. So, um, they announced exciting updates to the community, which it was, um, they got a bunch of resources that are new. It's a dollo.com slash learn tutorials at a dollo.com slash videos. Uh, so they've got the forum roadmap and feature ideas at ideas.adalo.com. Got a Slack community. So if you're building with a dollo, jump into that Slack community, connect with other people, um, and learn from them. But it's really cool how they're supporting their community and kind of rallying that. And I think this is so awesome. Um, this is another app I've been playing with recently. I literally need more hours in my day to uh, build more cool things, but I love what Adalo <laughs> is doing, and I'm super excited about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love all of those resources. I think it's just going to make it that much, the building process that much quicker to be able to jump in. And that's one thing I've noticed, especially with some no-code tools that are put out there, is their resources are really lacking and so when they're really lacking, it's almost to me, it's like, uh, I don't know that I want to spend the time to go in and do this if I'm just going to end up, you know, at a dead end. So I love that they're putting out these resources to help the community and people use their product more efficiently. Right. A hundred percent. And also it looks like it's very, um, like, I like the fact that they are sourcing ideas from the community in terms of like, yo, like what should our next steps be as a company? I always love seeing that because I feel like a lot of times, a lot of companies will kind of just be like, oh, this is what we think users want. And sometimes they're right, but like a lot of times the users have really great ideas as well. So it's good to see them incorporate that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love it. And then, um, man, there's so much new stuff. McKinsey Child has an upcoming project. You can, um, it's called Placeholder Kit. You can grab and you go and subscribe at Product Hunt right now for when it, it releases. But it is essentially, it's 
Webflow, you can think of it as a Webflow UI kit, but there's nothing on the page. You don't copy and paste anything. It's essentially all baked into symbols. And so you just, you know, you can quick find Command K, um, or I think it's also Command E, Control E, and it pops up and you can type in like what you're looking for, hero, and it shows you different hero sections. And you can place those on the page and unlink them from the symbol and work on them and mm-hmm. use them. So it makes it really really easy and quick to build a page like bare bones then you go back through and style it however works for you i think it's a really brilliant idea mckinsey always has the coolest stuff and i just i love this idea i think it's super smart yeah he seems so cool like i was like i just want to hang out with you sometime you know like (laughs) you make such cool stuff and i'm just like yeah i agree i think this is going to be awesome i don't know i'm curious to see if he puts it out as like a free resource or a paid resource but either way that is yeah, it seems worth it. Oh, absolutely. Um, worth paying for that to get that up and running quickly is awesome. He stays busy, huh? With that and happy hues. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's always just shipping, which yeah. I respect. Yeah, yeah. C- colorables. And then I mean he posted he posted some tweets today, this week already that you know, how many more people would work for themselves or launch a business if it wasn't for health insurance? He kind of went into that, which was mm. really interesting. Yeah. Um, and so I loved that conversation. Um, but he also, <laughs> so, so I'm going through trying to find this, this, this tweet, but uh, I should have been more organized. Um, but he, he talked about like how much, how much of an impact would X amount of extra, uh, you know, money mean to you and your family like and and talking about how what can he do to help you launch your no code project or get your project off the ground which i thought was really cool and there's some fun conversations around that there'll be a link to that in the show description but definitely go jump into that conversation because it was really cool he just seems i think Lacey's right seems like such a cool guy we need to try to get him on the show yeah uh, yeah definitely um perfect so and there's also lastly uh New to me entry in the no code space. I know I've seen this quite a bit over the past few weeks, uh, but uh, I've seen it everywhere in the past week, which is busywork.co, um, which it looks like just it's, a, it's another automation tool. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, serverless backends without coding. And so, you know, you can think um, same thing as so same basic ideas, parabola or. Um, or, you know, Zapier or Integromat. Um, I haven't got to play with it yet, so I can't speak extensively on it, but it is on my list, and there's a link in the show description if you want to check that out. So, Sweet. I'm excited about these. These similar, yeah. yeah, these backends that are coming out. Those are really, really powerful. For sure. Can I plug one more thing? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my bad. Yeah, no, we'll log off real quick. Um, <laughs> I, your coworker, um, Jan, I, I believe that's how you say his name, uh, yes. just released a nine, or it's he's releasing a YouTube series, and he just released the first nine videos about creating clean and simple websites and Webflow. Um, and the website he made is very, very clean. Um, so if you are looking to do that and create, because I mean, that's such a key skill to have being able to design a clean website. Um, you know, go check out Jan's um, tutorials. It'll be in a playlist and it'll be in the show notes below. And I guarantee you, if you're a Webflow user, you've seen this work before because one, the cards UI kit. Oh, for sure. All Jan. I, I see it everywhere. It's so awesome. I love like I'll be browsing just the internet and it'll come up. I'm like, Oh, 
Yeah, some of these carts. Are Jan's right. carts. Yeah, someone's <laughs> used it. Um, and then two, in Webflow, the starter kits, it's like e-commerce starter, uh, business starter, you know, uh, CMS starter. I forget what I, I remember all, what all they are, but like there are three templates. He built those. Those are those are Jan's work. Um, he does just such great work. And, Didn't he um, do Prospero as well? The latest. Yeah, that's also that's also mm-hmm. Jan. So like, if you really want to see a master build and what? Oh build, man, it, straight up expert right there. Yeah, worth following. He's really good, and uh, if it makes you feel any better, he's one of the nicest people. Like, just such a great dude. So um, uh, definitely worth checking out. Great person um, and uh, a great creative. Uh, go check that out and then I, I also wanted to in the vein of busy work here but like i don't know but I, i've been playing with some different things the past week just putting different pieces together and i just want to uh go, like talk about how amazing parabola is again <laughs> like, <laughs> like i don't know for those of you who haven't used it like it is quickly becoming a tool that i just i go to over and over and over again it's just so powerful um I, why do you like it functionality ease of use like what's what's yes value yeah I'll, I'll, i just love the my favorite thing is the like pull in from a data source okay let's pull in all this data from webflow um mm-hmm. or let's pull in all this data from a spreadsheet or let's pull all this data in from x and then you can combine it with other sources which is like okay i've got all this webflow data and so this is what i literally did i had data from a spreadsheet i did an api enrichment so i made a call based on values in the spreadsheet and it combined what I was returned into that same sheet. And then I merged it with another sheet and then I cleaned up the data and then you can push it all into Webflow and mass or wherever you're trying to send it. Uh, just the ease of use was incredible. Like, especially if you're like, Oh my gosh, I've got all these older items or that, or a bunch of, or even just a bunch of collection items. You're like, I need to clean these up in mass and I've got rules. Sure. Like if it's X, it's so easy to do. Um, like you say, if it does this, then remove it from the table, push it back in, update this. It's just, it's so great. I can't. Uh, so you can get really granular with it. Oh my gosh. Like the more I play with it, the more I'm like, Whew. huh? Uh, interesting. I yeah. cannot wait to check that out then. Yeah. How long did it, how long did it take you to feel comfortable with it? About three minutes. Like it really is pretty easy. Yeah. It's so easy. The hardest part for me is trying to resist the urge to use all the tools they have over there. Cause I didn't really have a need for them, but I'm like, Hmm, how could I use this? Like, I want to use that tool. I don't have a need for it really, mm-hmm. but I guess sure. <laughs> I yeah. want to use it so bad. Uh-huh. Like, it sounds really cool. They just have, there's a lot happening there. Um, so I don't know if you're not using it, I think you're missing out uh, no matter what, no code you'll, tool you're using. Um, it's, it's just such a great way to clean data, um, and to kind of, uh, really take control of, of the information that you're working with. And, and my favorite, it's just kind of, like I said, I think it's combining all those data sources, like really mm-hmm. being able to say, pulling it from here, let's make an API call. Let's merge it with this other data. Okay. Now I've got this huge master spreadsheet of data that I can take and work with. And um, I mean, just the tools that they have are. That was an amazing sound effect, by the way. I, I, I need to have that. that. <laughs> that was incredible. That needs to be a trademark sound effect. <laughs> we'll cut it out of the episode. <laughs> Never hear it. Uh, so anyway, now that I'm done uh, talking about all the new no code stuff, 
Uh, it took us a while. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot going on. on. We, we yeah. got to inform our listeners. Yes. What's, what's cool about the no code space, I think, is it feels like it feels like it's just so. I don't know it's so early in the space, I guess, but there's just so much happening. And they're like, I feel like every day I open Twitter every week, there's like two or three more automation For companies sure. or no code pieces or, or something built with no code. And it's For just, sure. there's a lot happening. So, uh, so cool. We want to make sure we talk about it all. It might be where we actually have to do like a, two episodes where we we talk about what's new and no code and then (laughs) the actual episode um but uh this this episode is kind of shorter uh one we're talking about no code um what's new no code two we're talking about visual dev school three we're entering holiday break we talked about that so we're gonna talk about visual dev school a little bit but um after this episode we'll kind of be incognito um disappear until january and then we'll come back uh, ready for some new content. We've got some exciting things coming and, uh, coming and we can't wait to share with you. But um, really, we want to talk about Visual Dev School. When I say we want to talk about it, we're all going to talk about it, but really this is... Lacey's let's give credit saying. where credit's at. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is Lacey's idea. And so... Lacey, we were lucky enough about, that she she brought us in on yes, this. Yes, yes. Lacey, tell us about Visual Dev School. Yes, I am so excited about Visual Dev School. This has been... So probably something I've been playing around with for about close to a year, but really needed to see more, you know, in, in validations than before. I was really wedding, excuse me, really willing to commit the time to it. And once that started coming through, it was actually at the no code conference when I was approached by different people and they were talking to me about how does this work and what about this and these kind of things And it really gave me a really good understanding of, yes, we need to learn how to stitch tools together, but there is a framework, as Matt has said before, that we can follow. And so now that we were putting together and put together this framework and teaching people, here's how you build these successful products off of this framework, and it covers everything from A to Z that you have this knowledge that you can approach every project with confidence and you're not going to be, you know, scared away of requirements. And you're going to know, yep, this is perfect for no code or, you know, this may be no code and low code or no, we're just going to, you know, send this off to a, you know, traditional developer in quotes (laughs) and let them handle that. But um, it's really for, any creatives it's for entrepreneurs it's for people looking to scale up their agency it's for people looking to train their teams so it really you know as we even talk about defining a market it's like oh gosh we're in so many markets um (laughs) for who you know this could be beneficial for so i'm very very excited about it and the the response has just been overwhelming um you know, looking at the data and the different countries. Matt, do you want to talk about the countries that are represented? Yeah, uh, I think we did a, we did a rough count yesterday, and we've gotten quite a few submissions today as well. But uh, I think on, on the submissions that we got, I think it was like something like thirty six or thirty seven countries, um, mm-hmm. which is insane. Like that just shows you how interested people are in learning. Like you know, people are wanting to know the full framework in creating these tools because you know. 
you want to know how to think and like, how do I approach building this app? I had this idea. It's unique. No one's really done it. So I can't really, you know, go, go watch someone else, you know, build a clonable or something like that. Um, how can I choose a tool? How do I choose glide versus maybe Squarespace is to move for something simpler. Um, so things of that nature. And, you know, like it'll be, um, can you talk more about, um, like, what are the tracks? What are people going to be learning here? Right, right. So starting off, we're going to have three tracks. And I say starting off because we're already having to contain ourselves of, <laughs> oh, my gosh, we can do this. We can do this. Right. Um, so we're going to start off with our foundational knowledge. And in that will be here's how we're going to evaluate and assess project, the scope, the requirements, um, and then look at the different tools that are available understandings, uh, specific foundations of code, though you're not, we're not teaching you how to code. There are foundational aspects of it that you do need to understand to be successful in this. And then um, we're going to start out with our three um, basic needs that all across the web, which is going to be learning how to build a website from scratch, from ideation to completion on all of these, and then a mobile app and a web app. And these will be able to use, um, you can use them as a portfolio. You can use them to jump off and build your own thing. The, they're going to be very multi-purpose and we're intentionally creating the content this way so that it fits multiple use cases. Yeah, you know, one of the tweets that, you know, when you announced this, one of the tweets that we all saw and were just completely blown away by was, was from Blair um, and he, he tweeted, um, link in the description as always. It's awesome that you're, you know, t- approaching teaching no code from the ground up, you know, quote unquote school style. You know, the internet is 99% how to build for specific use cases. No coders need a pathway from level zero to 10 to 20 to a hundred. Um, and, uh, we all had to check real quick to make sure he wasn't in our Slack channel where we had <laughs> talking <laughs> about this because this is this is literally this is exactly Spot what bought on just mm-hmm. the yeah so dead on the conversation that we were having when we were saying okay if we if if as we roll this out you know how how will we approach this and and what's what is it we want to accomplish and and where do we want to help people get to and it's not just uh, you know, it, we don't want it to be just another course or just uh, this thing that you fly through and then, you know, you learned one thing, but you really can't figure out how to get where you want. We want you to leave the course going, okay, this is what I want to do. I know how to evaluate the tools. I understand what's happening. And now I can go make my idea a reality or I can, uh, you know, now I can take this, uh, take these concepts and use them in my current job, or I can take this, you know, whatever your use case is, um, you know, whether you're launching your own idea, you're freelancing and doing this for clients, whether it's, you know, a, a company you're working for, you're going to have the ability to really take all these tools and take these concepts and then go next level. And, mm-hmm. and, and it, uh, you know, so cheesy, but it's, you know, teach a man, or give a man a fish <laughs> for a day, teach a man a fish, you know, they're yeah. good. Right. And, and uh, we don't want to just give you a solution, one solution. We want to give you a lot of solutions and teach you how to figure out how to navigate those waters and figure mm-hmm. out how do you get there? I think right. how to think is one of the most valuable things you can know in, across all mediums uh, like, mm-hmm. of life. Like how to think is 
the way to success, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. When I was in um, Ruby on Rails boot camp, it so much of it was how to think about the problems and approach the problems. And even it, when I would get stuck on something, one of the first things that our mentors would ask is, how did you Google your question, like what you're trying to solve? Mm. And they would even say so much of this is just learning how to Google things, you know, yeah. you know, and it, it but it, it's true. It's how do you approach right. a problem with a holistic understanding instead of just a one-off understanding because like Ben said you may be able to build something stitch two tools together but can you recreate that do you understand why it works um there's some some foundational knowledge there that will once you learn it you'll be able to do it with anything not just one or two tools right and if your client comes back and says oh can we add this one piece in too you'll know how to do that and, right. and how you would go about getting making that happen so you know it, it's just so much about empowering people to un- i mean really we're talking about understanding how the web works and how these tools work and and figuring out how to evaluate that and like Lacey said like how do, how do i approach um you know tackling this problem and and one thing to keep in mind is so we talk about no code here, right? This is a whole point of Visual Dev FM, but it's not like the three of us are un- not familiar with code. Mm-hmm. Lacey's literally a, 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 a coding bootcamp graduate. Um, Matt uses code all over the place in his projects. Uh, and I, I'm not going to give away some of the things that he's built because he's got things coming. <laughs> but my gosh, uh, he he's so good. Um, you know, I spent I started my career. Um, literally writing all my code by hand, making custom WordPress themes, you know, doing all kinds of crazy fun things. And so uh, we, we understand the value of code and code can let you do so many things, but um, we want to help people get there with speed and we want to help people. We want to take the level of complexity out of it mm-hmm. so that, uh, you know, even if uh, not to give away too much here, but, you know, as we look at respondents, one of the, th- the people who were signing up, one of the th- questions that was asked was about just what have you built before? Uh, and I was shocked by the number of people who hadn't built anything and mm-hmm. but really want to build. And that is the whole point behind this. Right. Um, even even if, if if you know how to code. Great. We want we're going to help you level up your game. We think we can do for that sure. and we want to do that for you. But we also want to help people who have never been there and have never had the chance to create because it's been a barrier for them that that learning to code like that was just one step too far and so we want to help people who are in that space also be able to have their ideas realized or or their career aspirations realized or their team's uh, aspirations realized right so it's it's one of those things where we want to help people we want to help you uh, get to that that next level so um, yeah all about breaking down that barrier for education and that's one thing we can't share it right now but I am we have a very fun thing that will be part of part of the visual dev school that is really going to um, break down the barrier for to entry to this and I am I am so excited I'm going to stop talking about that or else I'm <laughs> just going to share it <laughs> so. uh, and it's something I can't wait to share you know it's like mm-hmm. we're all just giddy with excitement um, there's so many little things about this project that we're just we can't talk about yet, but we're so excited um, to share with everyone. So, you know, coming in the new year, uh, 
you know, going to have those foundational courses uh, and some some other pieces. And for people who are signing up, and so essentially it's visualdevschool.com, people who go to the website and they sign up and reserve a spot. If you reserve a spot now, it doesn't mean you're committed to buying once it launches, uh, but it does put you in the running for a chance to get free lifetime access to the course, which is really cool. How many of those are we giving away? You know, initially I think we said three to five, but I think let's make it five, you know, why not? For sure. So we're going to give away five of those and yeah, go sign up, enter your email address and you'll be put on our list. And when, when we launch, we'll let you know who our, our lucky winners are. Can't wait for that too. That's going to be fun. Uh, so five lucky people. And then um, I don't know if we want to talk about this too, but you know, along with the course, we'll have some community pieces to this because we definitely want to make sure that if you're in the course, we don't want you to feel like I'm taking the course and I have nobody to ask questions of right. taking the course. I have no support. Um, also, you know, uh, and Matt and Lacey can punch me if I'm giving away too much, but um, you know, maybe, maybe you're somebody who's just, you go through this course and you turn into this incredible no code creator. Um, you know, we might need to turn around and have you teach a course. So for <laughs> us, you know, maybe that's, maybe that's something that happens. Right. Mm-hmm. And so um, we, we want to, we want to be able to empower people and, and we want to, you know, the whole point of the no code community is, I mean, for me, it's really been empowerment for people and, and uh, democratizing, you know, you hear that all the time. It's democratizing the web. It's making mm-hmm. it accessible to everybody. And um, this community does such a good job of uplifting each other and, and helping each other and spurring each other on. And so that's what we want to do with this. Uh, we want to make sure that people have access and opportunities. And uh, we're just, we're excited about where this is going to go. And it's super fun. And I, for one, just want to stop for a second and give props to Lacey. Shout out. Yeah. Uh, incredible and uh also thank you for letting us be a part of it because 100 percent, 100,000 percent we are so glad to be a part of this um i i think it'll be really really helpful for i mean really anyone like you said anyone you know whether you're starting from the ground up or whether you know no code tools or maybe you're an actual full stack developer that knows how to code Mm -hmm. um i feel like there's a lot of value to be gained um wherever you are in life yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for saying that. I'm so excited to go on this journey together. I think it's going to be phenomenal. And I can't wait um, to share this openly with the community. And just, you know, I, I, I firmly believe lives will be changed through this knowledge of what people will be able to do. And that just spurs me on. And I know you guys, too, of, of how important this is. So I'm really excited about it. And personally, sure. jealously, I'm excited to take both of your courses uh, and learn from both of you. <laughs> so, uh, I think it's going to be really cool. So yes. I can't wait. I can't wait. So people can still sign up for soft launch and get notified. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Where can they sign up at? Yes. Visualdevschool.com. Cool. Is that I, I cut Lacey off. This nope, is the this right. is the this is the pain of the Zoom call. <laughs> when I start talking and then hear somebody else talk, I'm like, oh, this is every bad meeting I've been in the past three <laughs> years too. Like when that happens. No, you're good. Yes, visualdevschool.com. Is so and so one? Can can you see me? Can you hear me? Guys, yeah. just give me a thumbs up if you can hear me. What <laughs> <laughs> this that's every video call I get on. Uh, so much fun. Um, all right, so. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, it's been uh, 
like I said, kind of a more no-code roundup episode. We wanted to talk a little bit about Visual Dev School since it was announced and, and wanted to kind of give you some of the basics behind it and the pieces behind it and the thoughts of, of where, where it's going and what you can expect from us. And uh, so from this point on, you can expect not to hear from us until January. We're going to take a break for the holidays and re-energize and get refreshed and uh, you expect us back in full force in January with a lot of cool stuff and content. Um, keep an eye on your feeds. There are some interview things we're working out, and so you might see something pop into your feed uh, over the over the break, but most likely not. Um, so follow Visual Dev School and Visual Dev FM on Twitter. Yes, on both Twitter. of those uh, are the handle Visual at Visual Dev FM and at Visual Dev School. At Matt Varu. At Lacey Kessler. Yeah, you want to follow all those, right? And at so, Riley Richter. You're not, not going to get a Parker. lot of value. Not, 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 B. Parker, not Ben Parker. Riley Richter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's so dumb. One of these days. I'm going to get that fixed. <laughs> One of these days. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Hope you guys have a great holidays, uh, no matter where you're at or what you're doing. Appreciate you listening. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to visualdev.fm. You can find us on your favorite social media platform at visualdev.fm. 